everybody knows Beyonce or George Clooney. They're huge stars in today's popular culture. But have you heard of Mark Maron, Merlin Mann, or Ira Glass? If you do, you might as well stop listening now. But if you don't, let me tell you that they're just as popular, if not even more popular, among people who love and listen to podcasts. Why? Let's listen to tech journalist David Pierce. I spend hours each week commuting between my apartment and work, work and my apartment. I live in New York City, one of the world's most crowded places, but I don't talk to anyone during these times. Still, I'm never alone. I'm with some of my most reliable friends. They tell me about their lives, their curiosities, stories they've heard. They tell me how to be a better cook or what's going on in politics or which comics to buy this week. They're the hosts of my favorite podcasts and they've become an important part of my daily life. They don't know me at all, but they're like family. So what is a podcast, actually? According to Wikipedia, a podcast is a digital medium that consists of an episodic series of audio or digital radio subscribed to and downloaded through web syndication or streamed online to a computer or mobile device. The word is a neologism, and portmanteau derived from broadcast and pod from the success of the iPod, as audio podcasts are often listened to on portable media players. That term, however, was not coined by clever PR people in California, as you may think. It was British journalist Ben Hammersley who simply made it up when he had to stretch out a Guardian article way back in 2004. If you want to know the full story, you can, what else, listen to this podcast. One example for podcasting is broadcasters like the BBC reusing the content they produced for the airwaves on the internet in the form of a podcast. So if you missed an episode of your favorite talk show, you can catch up later. As soon as it is published, it will be downloaded automatically and you can listen to it whenever you want to. On your way to work, when you go shopping, when you work in the garden, when you travel, any time. Podcasts are not a new phenomenon by any means, but recently there has been a spike in popularity because of outliers like NPR's Serial Murder Mystery Podcast. And just recently, U.S. President Barack Obama was a guest on a podcast that one guy produces in his garage in Los Angeles. So yes, not only big corporate players make podcasts. There is actually an army of smaller podcast enthusiasts who produce shows about almost any topic you can imagine. Technology, literature, sports, and yes, even about pens. Pens. What is special about those shows is the often intimate, personal relationship between the maker and the listeners. A relationship that goes beyond audio online and leads to real-life meetups in bars where listeners flock to meet their favorite hosts and buy them a beer. For years, I have been a podcast consumer. By now, I must have listened to hundreds or even thousands of hours of podcasts about technology, language, science, philosophy or just general news. Podcasts in German, English, French, Romanian and Russian. Podcasts about all kinds of topics and, more importantly, all kinds of interesting people. And slowly I realized that I too wanted to make a podcast myself. Not in order to make money, I certainly did not want to become a podcast entrepreneur. But because over the years I had met so many incredible colleagues at work, at conferences and online, especially Twitter. I was certain they would have so many interesting stories to tell, stories from both their private and professional lives. 
stories that I believe the world needed to hear. Now, there are a few podcasts out there that cover the world of languages, translation, and interpretation, such as Terpwise by Veronica Gutierrez, aka Aztec Interpreter. There is Sarah King's entertaining and informative Pomus Buddha series that sits comfortably on the fence between German, British, and partly American culture and language. There is Tess Witty and her knowledgeable guests giving marketing tips for translators and interpreters, and Paul Irwin and his 100% translation podcast. And, of course, Helen Zaltzman's brilliant The Illusionist language podcast, and Patrick Cox, who covers the world in words for Public Radio International. My podcast, Lang FM, focuses mainly, but not exclusively, on the story of interpreters and translators, where they are literally coming from, why they love languages, how they got into interpreting, and what it is that they do when they don't lend their voice to other people, such as baking amazing cakes, or football commentary, or research, or geeking out about technology. It's a small world, they say. The world of interpreting is definitely small, and we have all experienced that ourselves. But that small world is also full of amazing and interesting people who have amazing and interesting stories to tell. I can't wait to hear many, many more of them and share them with the community. Tune in at www.lengfm.audio.